0: If talking about new travel destinations or discovering the latest travel gadgets gets your heart racing just like mine, well then, you are in the right place. Hello there, I'm Katrina Rowntree and welcome to another episode of Journeys to Come, our podcast about the wonders of travel, a place where we share memories from recent trips and we dream about upcoming adventures. So, get your passports ready and join me for Journeys to Come. Well, I have to admit, I have never been to Chicago. Even though I adore Oprah Winfrey, I am yet to go there. But my colleague, Jack Walden, actually made the journey himself and adored it. Well, of course, he had to share a few chats with us along the way. So please, let me introduce to you Mr. Jack Walden and some of the characters that he met in Chicago.
1: I'm Ronnie Joe Sokol with the Chicago Architecture Foundation.
2: Well, we'll start off with what do you love about Chicago?
1: I think the best thing about Chicago is the friendliness of the people. If you're lost, you have a question, people are so happy that you're here and they will try and help you if they can. Another thing I love, of course, is the architecture in our city, which is quite eclectic since the city burned down. So, we had no traditional architecture to protect, so we were so grateful to architects that would bring their ideas to Chicago, and we gave them pretty much a free hand in the beginning of of what they wanted to build. And then this idea caught on, and even today, architects love to come here and, and offer new ideas for that very reason. They know their ideas will at least be respected, even if everything they want to do isn't always approved.
2: You're a docent with the um, Chicago Architecture Foundation, and we've just been on a a, a river cruise on the First Lady of Chicago. Tell us about your role as a, a docent.
1: Well, I must say, in a short space of time, the best way to see the city, I think, is the river cruise because it's moving and you can see so many of the lovely buildings that were built right on the river whereas if you were only walking on michigan avenue or state street you wouldn't see some of these very special buildings and i love to show off the city and tell the stories and our buildings really do talk to each other the architects are expected to make their buildings fit into the neighborhood and when they don't they're criticized for it so There are many different requests that people have, and they think of things on their own to uh, make the building acceptable to the space that it's in.
2: You talk about the buildings talking to each other. What do you mean by that?
1: Well, for instance, uh, we have a a postmodern building with a pyramid on top that may look out of place to some people, but it's really paying respect to the mart and to the opera house, which were built... um, 1929 and 1930 with pyramids on top because King Tut's tomb had been discovered in Egypt and we were celebrating that event in Chicago. So sometimes a newer building will do something to pay respect to an older building that's quite important
0: that's near it. Want more travel in your day? Join us on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. Just search for Journeys To Come and follow us. And while you're there, hey, how about you share your own travel picks and stories with the hashtag Journeys To Come.
2: And what, what led you to become a docent with the Chicago Architecture Foundation?
1: Well, I was a special ed teacher at a high school locally for 33 and a half years and I wanted to do something quite different. And I remembered that my whole life I wanted to do something outdoors and I never really had the chance to except uh, in the summertime. And so I looked into becoming a docent because initially I did a lot of walking tours and it was fun to be outside and show people the buildings in our wonderful city.
2: If, if you had to choose five buildings out of the cruise, uh, what, what would they be?
1: Well, I have a personal favorite that you can hardly see now. It's Two Prudential Plaza by Lowell Schlossman and Hackel from 1990 that looks like Flash Gordon's spaceship. And I think the reason why I love it is it reminds me of my childhood. This was all before Star Wars. I also love the Wrigley Building. I think it's extraordinarily delicate. I think parts of it look like lace, and it's so bright and cheerful, and they dramatically light it at night. I, I often like the older buildings, but I have to say I love the Willis Tower and 875 North Michigan, which used to be called John Hancock or Big John. I think the Aon Tower has an extraordinary story to it, and it's quite a powerful statement of Mid century modernism, even though they had to reclad the building because they were afraid that the marble that covered it would fall off and hurt people, which it never did. But I admire the fact that the owners took on that expense entirely without an accident happening and covered the building in North Carolina granite. So those are some of the interesting stories. I also love the fact that part of the city is being joined by Pedway Underground to make it more approachable during the winter time. And you can do your some shopping and dining and hold your meetings down below.
2: Just for a moment, we'll talk about shopping and dining. What, what, what are some of your suggestions if you've got visitors coming to town?
1: <laughs> well, you're asking a vegetarian, so um, I have my own favorite places. Uh, when I go to the symphony or I go to our CAF offices, if I can afford it. I love to eat at Russian tea time. That's one of my most favorite restaurants. That's also near the Art Institute. I love Magiano's for Italian food. Um, but if you want something that's really, really an original deep dish Chicago pizza, you might go to Uno's or Due's on Wabash Street. Lou Malnati's also has great pizza and Oh, we have so many steakhouses because we used to have the stockyards here and it's a Chicago tradition. Some people talk about going to Gibson's, um, but, you know, I don't eat steak, so (laughs) I don't know what to suggest. You have to have a Chicago hot dog without ketchup. You put relish and mustard on it. We have a whole tradition of that. You need to go to the ballpark. You must go to either Wrigley Field or... Sox Park to see our baseball teams play, the Blackhawks of course and the Chicago Bulls and the Chicago Fire. I mean Chicago is really a sports town. We're also uh, a major theatrical community. Uh, We have over 250 theaters and comedy clubs and um, wonderful local actors as well and people should take in shows here while they're here. Our museums are fabulous second to none. We have the Museum of Science and Industry on the south side. We have a museum campus here, the Field Museum of Natural History, the Shedd Aquarium and Oceanarium, and the Adler Planetarium and Observatory. Uh, We also have the Art Institute and uh, the MCA, the Museum of Contemporary Art. These are outstanding art museums. We have so many wonderful things. The lakefront, the entire lakefront for water sports. Uh, Bike riding. Chicago is a flat city and we now have a shared bike system. And they are expanding and separating the um, bike lanes on Lakeshore Drive so that the bicyclists don't run down the pedestrians. And that's new. Each year they finish a new section of it where it's divided. And we have over 100,000 people enjoying the um, paths on Lakeshore Drive a day.
2: You talked about in the tour, I I mean, it's a very international city where uh, architects from around the world, I guess, come to play and and create spaces. Why do you think that is?
1: Well, Chicago has quite a a tradition of wonderful architecture because uh, in my training we learned that the whole purpose of the skyscraper is to make the land pay for itself. So after the Chicago fire, there were already a lot of people living here and they were homeless. And they needed to build the city quickly, so they took people's ideas who were willing to invest in our city and help us rebuild. We had a lot of help from Eastern financiers who helped us rebuild. And they built upwards because of the metal frame that had been invented by um, LeBaron Jenny and the skyscraper it's true was greatly affected by the inventions of the elevator and the telephone but the skyscrapers exist because of the metal frame previous to that they were held up by their walls and we still have a building the Monodnak building that's another one of my favorites that people must go see off of Jackson and Dearborn I think it is Um, where the walls are six feet thick, and it's a very tall building, and so the lobby is teeny-weeny because the walls of the building are what's holding it up. That's extraordinary. So the metal frame allows you to build taller and taller and still have a useful building. Remember that the purpose of the skyscraper is to make the land pay for itself.
0: Travel is often best shared with friends and family. So please share this podcast with your travel companions and make sure you subscribe to our podcast feed wherever you collect your podcasts.
2: You talked earlier about where Chicago gets its name from. Well,
1: the Native Americans um, used to say that the city really stank and that's because we have very marshy land that is perfect for growing wild onions. And so the, the area was quite smelly. But what's extraordinary in that story is that Chicago is the birthplace of the skyscraper. And we don't have the firmest ground in the country. And so when I show off our buildings, I also remind people the amazing fact in this story with onions growing in marshy land and it being very unstable soil is that to get the buildings to stand up, they had to be geniuses at foundation development. So there were, in the early skyscrapers, there were some unusual ways, with floating foundations and raft kind of setups. Um, there were many different styles that they used to get the buildings to stand up straight, and some of them um, shifted quite a bit. And we still have buildings shift and the architects and contractors are supposed to um, consider that when they're putting up their buildings
2: what are your top five things or top five favorite things about chicago
1: we have fabulous restaurants here a lot of beard winners and we have uh, fabulous museums wonderful theater And it's just a great place to get some exercise and a walk, run, or ride a bike. Um, Sports in Chicago is also king. It's, It's wonderful. And whether you have a losing team or not, Chicagoans are wonderful fans and very supportive of their teams. That's what I would do. Oh, the Chicago Symphony Orchestra and Lyric Opera of Chicago and the Joffrey Ballet. Uh, These are, um, I love the classical arts, but we also have fabulous concerts. We have Lollapalooza, we have uh, the Grand Park Music Festival, and besides the Grand Park Music Festival, there are all kinds of contemporary concerts that are going on at Northerly Island and as well as uh, Grand Park and the surrounding fields.
2: How easy is it to get around Chicago?
1: It's very easy. Chicago is uh, one of the only American cities that's on a perfect grid. And they started at State and Madison and called it zero zero. if you were to put it on graph paper. And so, for instance, my mother, when she was a girl taking the streetcar or the bus, said that when you were invited to a party or you were expected at a doctor's office, you didn't always have to have the name of the building or the exact address they just gave you how many hundreds north and how many hundreds east and you found it that way and so when she was growing up people remembered the number of their street like uh, Devon Avenue is about 6400 north so they used to just remember it as 6400 north and therefore it's very easy if you're giving directions to someone to explain how many hundreds east or north or south you go the
2: best time of the year to visit Chicago
1: uh, spring summer fall not the winter time <laughs> our winters can occasionally be brutal once in a while we have a mild winter but you have uh, wonderful um, music uh, dance concerts um, most of the year and
2: it's much easier to get around when the weather is not severe. And final question for, for me, I'm off to a Cubs game tonight. Oh, good. What should I expect?
1: Well, you wanna <laughs> yell at the umpire and, and get involved in the game. I always fill out a scorecard. To me, it's the most fun if you learn how to score the plays and you have to have a Chicago hot dog and a beer. And visit with the other people around you and ask what they think of the pitcher or what they think of who their favorite players are. And Chicagoans will talk to you. They'll tell you. (laughs)
2: <laughs> Thank you so much, Ronnie Joe, for joining us. Uh, ha- how can people register or find out more about the Chicago Architecture Foundation?
1: We have a, a, the perfect website, www.architecture.org.
0: Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Journeys to Come. If you want any more information on the places that we visited or the people we spoke to, then visit our website, journeystocome.com, for full details.